Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events. Pop culture. Things we love. Things we don't. All slathered in gobs of laughter. And all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Monet. And I'm Kelly Goodman. Thanks for joining us for our next episode, which is called... Did, Did you, you really, really just say that to me? me? <laughs> <laughs> oh. We all have it. Don't we all have yeah. it? Those well-meaning people who uh, mm. give you that unsolicited advice where yeah. it's like, hey. Yeah. Um, they don't realize that it feels offensive to you for various reasons. Right. I mean, and if for those of you who are just joining us, um, mm -hmm. we're both juicy girls. Mm -hmm. um, and we could probably do an entire uh, show on just uh, weight loss advice. <laughs> um, I know I can. I know. Mm -hmm. um, that other people give us. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, there will never be a show where we're giving you weight loss advice. I no, promise you. no. <laughs> Didn't that will to... never happen. Um, yeah. What, do you, what are you thinking of? What's your first one? So my first one is the thing that I love and hate and despise the most is, you know, it's calories in, calories out. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you could have anything you want if you just work out enough or walk enough or mm. um, just cut out X, Y, Z, P, D, Q, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, walk more, get more fresh air, make sure you get more sleep. Mm -hmm. Portion um, control. Oh, <laughs> oh, just push yourself away from the table. Mm -hmm. Use smaller plates. Use smaller plates. Yup. Um, there was one I just had in my head that just flew right out. Maybe it'll come back later, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, nothing tastes as good as being thin. Feels. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I hate that so much. I hate that so much. Um, but those aren't the only things. I mean, um, so I deal with a lot of chronic pain issues mm -hmm. and, um, it's very well known that all of my chronic pain issues will be healed if I just do yoga and drink more water. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm a believer, you know, as a voice coach, I teach people how to sing. I tell my students the only miracle drug on the planet is truly water. I, I believe have no problem with that. In water. But it's, it's good for you and can help with 100%. your pain, but it's not... It, it, mm, no, no I, it's I, not all there is. I am a firm believer in hydration yes let's not <laughs> let's not fool ourselves yeah. and i drink a lot of water yeah. i have no problem with that but when you have the arthritis and fibromyalgia it's like when i'm supposed to just drink buckets of water all day and miraculously be healed no that's not how that works well you know? and and here's the thing i know it's well-meaning we've talked about this before uh, what's the difference between concern trolling and mm. well-meaning Mm -hmm. I believe people are well-meaning. Mm -hmm. um, I believe they think they're well-meaning. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think they realize a lot of the time that, that you know, like, we've heard everything. You can't tell us something we haven't heard. Well, 
it's you know? funny because I was talking to uh, a therapist the other day, um, and I said something about, well, if you ever want to know how to diet, ask a fat person because Absolutely. we've been doing it our entire lives uh -huh. since I've been seven. We've done all so of it. So if you're going to tell me that, you know, it's counting calories or it's this or keeping a food journal or it's this or that, it's like, okay, I believe that because I've done it 8,000 times. Yeah. And now, ooh, can we just add this Noom thing that's happening right that now? That they say is not a diet. Yeah. And, but they're, apparently they're like, they're getting to the psychology of it. I'm like, I absolutely know the psychological reasons that caused me to be fat. And like, I actually saw somebody on uh, Facebook, a friend on Facebook, who said she started Noom because she wanted her husband to notice her more. But then she realized through the course of doing it that she really, it wasn't about her husband. It was about her wanting to, needing to feel loved and, loved and accepted for who she is. And I sat there and I read this and I was like, I'm so glad you had this epiphany but I already effing know that, you know, it's like, well, so I feel like Noom isn't going to tell me anything I don't already know. Right. And, and if anybody is doing it, God bless you. We have yes. good friends who are, and they're very successful on it. So mm -hmm. good for Anya. The, the problem I have with that is you don't go on any kind of program to be more noticed by somebody else. And right. that's the problem. Mm -hmm. That is the toxic behavior I grew up. If I am thinner, my mm -hmm. parents will love me more. Boys will pay more attention to me. I will, you know, be more successful. Blah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. I'll get booked for more gigs. It's like, you know, I did gastric bypass surgery when I was 27 years old. I was healthy as a horse. I was a big girl, but I didn't have any cholesterol issues, no sugar issues, none of that stuff. And I wanted to be thin. So for my career and you know, I kept the weight off. I lost 120 pounds, kept it off for about four or five years, which is the statistic. People who lose a hundred pounds or more generally get to the four or five year mark and then they start gaining it back. And then yeah. usually more than they lost. Right. And so which that happened to me. I yep. had it too. I know you're not saying we because you're being very respectful. <laughs> well, it's your business to tell. That's if something you want to, we you know. bonded over very early in our mm. relationship. Yeah, I did too, and I wasn't even that successful with that much weight. Um, uh, I think you had a different procedure than me. Yeah. They've changed the procedure over the years so much. So that so yeah, much. to where I don't think it's as as successful for a lot of people now. Yeah. As it was when I had it. They um, just sliced me open and redid my gizzard. Well, and mine was, and <laughs> this again, <laughs> this was so not what we were going for. Mm. But I went to a gastric bypass mill that pretty much their job oh. was to sell fat people their the surgery. Wow. And to get them accepted. And I see that now mm. very clearly. Anyway, um, and it's not even just with weight. That's just the tip of the iceberg of what I've been told my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, but other things, especially like with, or depression. Let's get mm -hmm. on that. Let's get on yeah. the depression Less. train. <laughs> um, what do you have to be so upset about? Yeah. Look at your life. Just be, just, just look at what you have and be grateful. Yeah. Uh, Why are you so sad all the time? Or just, you know, anxiety can go hand in hand with the depression. And I think it often so, does. Yeah. For me, like large crowds, I, you know, 
I, I'm not comfortable in large, large crowds unless I know the majority of the people in them. So me going to like a show, a, a live show with a band or something like that is really uncomfortable for me because I'm just stuck in a sea of people shoulder to shoulder and uh, had a situation with somebody I used to sing with all the time and uh, she got upset that I never came to see her do a couple of cover songs at, was, that, was it the Whiskey maybe they're doing it at? I don't remember. Somewhere on the strip. Um, and she was upset that I would never come down there in the middle of the week. You know, and the thing is too, in Los Angeles, you go to a club on the Sunset Strip in the middle of the week, you're looking at dropping 60 to 100 bucks. Easily. Easily. That's just, that's not even, that's parking. Yep. That's a drink. That's cover or that's whatever. Cover. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's how much you're going to spend on a freaking school night, yeah. you know? And so I was like, I don't want to, I'm not coming down there to listen to you sing two cover songs. If it was you and your own one woman show, right. you like, bet I'm I'd doing go. two originals. Yeah. Please come see me. Please come support yeah. me. But this is an every week kind of jam thing. Yeah. And it ended up being a long, a, a big conversation that went terribly wrong. And at some point I, I was trying to explain to her my anxiety. I can't. Be in an environment like that, I hyperventilate. I can't do that. And yeah. she literally said to me, uh, you got to find your happiness, man. And that was just honestly. That's so dismissive. That is so. That is 100% dismissive of your feelings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's the thing. And dismissing that it's an actual medical condition because... What I wanted to say to her, and I didn't because I knew it would be very hurtful and I didn't want to hurt her the way she had just hurt me because I loved her so much. And But this is a person who had survived breast cancer twice at this point. And so what I wanted to say was, well, you just got to stop getting boob cancer, man. Because to me, it was the same thing. You're not as hurtful, accepting as hurtful and that as ridiculous. I have an actual legitimate medical condition and you're pretending that it's quote all in my head which it is because depression's in your brain you know but it's just like I, i'm just i'm so tired of the stigma against mental, mental health, health issues i agree you know i agree and, and we don't speak anymore because i was just like well i'm sorry that's how you feel yeah because i have friends who love me and understand and know that when I say I'm sorry I can't do that, it puts me in a situation that's going to send me down a rabbit hole. You guys are like, we get it. It's fine. We love you. Well, and we just had um, a, a, our friends, Darcy and I, we just had a, a big event. And I'm not going to say what it is because this is a timeless podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a pretty, you know, once, in a, once a year event. Uh-huh. Um, and I just couldn't go. And I was just telling Darcy on our break before we taped this one. First of all, I was physically in so much pain, I could barely move. Yeah. But also mentally, I just had this feeling like I shouldn't go. Mm. And I mean, at some point, and I'm 55, going to be 56 in 11 days. And I could kick. Although, this is a timeless podcast. Oh, it's a timeless <laughs> podcast. I might be 57 in 11 days. I might be 62 in 11 days. I'll be a woman of a certain age yes. in a few days. Uh, and I, st I can't kick and I can't stretch. <laughs> I can't kick. I can't, can't stretch. stretch. 
Um, and you guys were bummed. I understand that. But I just, you know. Because we love you. And I know. we love to be around you. And I wanted to be there so yes. badly. And I just, I realized that that was not in my best interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that comes with age. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of that comes with age. That you just say, mm-hmm. I know my limits. I can't yeah. do it. And to um, hell with what other people want from you. Well, you and know, that's what you I have to say. Be, say to yourself. I know this is going to, I, I can't accommodate these people because it's going to be detrimental to me, you know, and, if and I that's thought okay. I would, wouldn't see any of you soon or had just seen you or, mm-hmm. right, right, right. I mean, luckily I had just seen, you know, the lion share or mm-hmm. the people I wanted to see right. very recently. Um, mm-hmm. It might've been different. My whole point is, and I do have a point, I promise, (laughs) um, is, you know, at some point, you could guilt me all you want. And I've had guilt for not going to people's shows. I have had guilt for not being able to go to places. And I'm like, I physically can't. Mm -hmm. Or at some point, I mentally can't. Right. And, And mentally can't is just as important as physically can't. And I'm sorry, and maybe you do too sometimes, I have the double-decker mentally and physically can't. Absolutely, absolutely. Which, I'm sorry I'm going to say it, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Because I used to be the person who would, I I know family members of mine would just joke like, oh, how many parties are you going to this week? Or how many shows (laughs) are you going to, or how many shows are you doing this week? Or how many, that used to be me. And at Mm -hmm. some point you just have to say, Okay, that was then. I wish I could get, God willing, someday I will get to that point and I will be blessed Betty White. And I will work and work and work and work. Right now, unfortunately, I can't. So you know what? I pick and choose the people I want to be with when I want to be with them. Right. And that is is what I'm capable of doing. Right. And if people don't understand. We are both very fortunate to have this, our circle of friends is, our, our immediate circle of friends is very understanding and very cool about We're it. And they so get lucky. it. And they We're don't, so lucky. None of, not a single one of them says, you got to find your happiness. You got to just get over it. You just right. got, you know, none of them are saying that to us. Suck it up, buttercup. Right. And it's like, because, you know, those of you who don't know Kelly personally, this woman never complains about anything this is probably the place we complain <laughs> actually like you won't hear her talk like this in our circle of friends she's oh, no. not gonna sit there and be like oh i'm so hurting or so blah, blah, blah. and if you say can i help you no nope, i got it nope i got it i'm like this is a person who is just never complaining so it's not like we've all been around people who um milk it you know they might have legitimate issues but they also milk it because they like the attention. You know what I mean? And, and, I, and me, it's mm-mm. the opposite. I don't want yep, the attention. Don't. Just look the other way. Yep. If That's am... not the center of attention I want to be. <laughs> you know? So today, and it could be any day because we're a timeless podcast. Right. Um, I got an Instacart order. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Instacart shopper could not figure out how to open my front door and i live in an apartment which is about a mile and a half from the front door it's like the shining hallway it's not really (laughs) but it's 
far from right the around, front door. Right yeah. It's like five hallways down and they're anyway, blah, mm. blah, blah. So, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not a, a, ashamed to say it. I I'm using a walker right now because mm. my hip has decided to disintegrate on me. Oh. Um, so I walked out there. <laughs> you walked to the front door? The oh, front yeah. front. Oh, oh front, front. bless. Okay. In. And that was the second time because I went to go get my mail too oh, today. So I Lord. did laps and laps. <laughs> um, got a workout. Hmm. So as I was, <laughs> and I don't complain. I don't, I swear. And evidently my Instacart driver was an empath and a Reiki mm -hmm. therapist. So <laughs> while we were walking back, she's like, are you okay? Do you need to stop? And I was like, yeah, I kind of do. And she's like, okay, okay. And then when we got to the door, she's like, have you heard of Reiki? Because I think you need it. So I didn't, I didn't like verbalize right. that she could hear that I was crying out. Yeah. But I don't. That's my thing. It's like, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. She can't get in the apartment. I'm going to go out there and walk. And I just, oh, anyway. Boy, did we get off subject, but I don't complain because I, first of all, I've, I've always been fiercely independent mm -hmm. and it pisses me off that I can't be as independent as I want to right now. Right. You have no idea how much that pisses me off, but, um, cause yeah, this is a woman who also took care of her ailing mother for quite a few years and was lifting her from chairs, lifting her from the bed, putting, getting her in the shower and all that stuff. And I guess it's probably timing. The universe lets you be able to be strong enough to do that as long as, as possible. You know, and you also know? I, I, and again, we are so off track. We could not be further off track than we, <laughs> than we tried to be. Welcome to our show. But, um, <laughs> I, totally neglected a lot of shit that I had to do mm. for myself when I was taking care of my mom. Right. Um, that's the caregivers, uh, right. MO. Right. You, you, so you just don't I'm take like, care of yourself. Oh. And my mm. hips like, nah, we decided that we're going to turn into like a uh, monkey dust right now. So <laughs> monkey dust. <laughs> you know what made me think of that? What? <laughs> Follow me on this people. <laughs> Hear us out. If you're of a certain age, yeah. do you remember sea monkeys? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. So remember that they made you think that that they were gonna have like these beautiful little like um purple and pink like yeah. turrets in the bowl with them if you shake this it was really shrimp krill. Right. Right? That you dried shrimp krill that you put in there and you're like, oh it's sea monkeys. <laughs> So, so like little maggots is it what never worked <laughs> and you'd always see this pile of stuff on the bottom of the bowl so as yeah. a kid i'm like i didn't get any sea monkeys i just got monkey dust so oh. <laughs> in my head my hip is monkey dust your now. hip is monkey dust oh my god did you follow me on that people <laughs> if not we're gonna bring it back around to our actual point now which is you know, bad did advice. You really bad advice. Did you really just say that to me? And my favorite thing as a singer, a musician, as somebody's put a couple albums out on her own. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Find Darcy Monet's music wherever mm -hmm. you can. Yeah. So 
my favorite thing was when people would say to me, oh my God, you're so talented. Why don't you have a record deal? Or why aren't you famous? <laughs> what I wanted to say to these people is, well, you know, you've never come to a show. You've never bought my, my self-released CD. You've never contributed to helping me along my way. Right. So why do you think I'm not famous? Because these days, well, gosh, I don't even know these days what's going on with the industry. <laughs> Because you can't even make a CD and sell it. No, you these can days. put like, the music up nobody, on the YouTube. Or you put the, it on the Spotify and you yeah. get paid fractions of pennies if you're lucky. It's it's like, it, to me, it's like there's no way to make a living as an independent musician anymore. But right. And I was going to say, unless you tour. But even yeah, then, Yeah, but even then, know. you're living in your car and you're sleeping on other people's couches. And it's like, yeah. it's, like it's, it's very difficult. Whereas there's a period of time late 90s into the mid 2000s where it was a great time to be an independent artist where you're like i don't need a record label i can sell my own cds for right. 20 bucks at the show and i get 18 bucks profit and right. as opposed and to a sell record your own deal merch and you everything. get a dollar yeah. you know it's like and then the label started figuring out well we don't need to sign somebody who hasn't sold 50,000 units out of the back of their car that's what our our litmus test is going to be. If you've sold thousands of units on your own out of the trunk of your car, then we'll consider signing you to a deal. Like they they wanted you to do all the work, and then the music industry changed again, so that nobody buys CDs anymore. Right, and isn't it now like followers? Like it's everything followers, right now, it's how many followers you have? And, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like I don't even know how to. Sometimes I feel terrible because I don't even all the the the. Uh, knowledge i so have follow about, us people yes please follow us follow us um all the knowledge i gained from how to be an independent musician i don't even know how to share with my singing students now because it's so everything's changed. changed yeah absolutely and i'm like i can't tell you how to make a living now it's like you better license your shit to some tv show or movie which is going to be paltry pay you know because nobody wants to pay for music right ever but anyway that said it's like, sorry, another rabbit I just chased. But yeah, that was my favorite thing. Why aren't you famous? It's like, because... I have a, I have a bunny to chase with that one, too. Because with me, it was... And here's the thing. Anybody who writes sketches <laughs> hates them to be called skits. I'll tell you that okay. right now. Duly noted. I did so, not realize that. Um, okay. I remember because I've written so... So much comedy, so much comedy content. Mm -hmm. I did stand up. I've done improv. I've done. Mm -hmm. I've had three short plays produced, one in a book. I even did a book signing. One wow. of the plays I wrote. Um, anyway, um, you write these skits. Why aren't you on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> You're so funny, Kelly. Why aren't you on Comedy yeah. Central? So, yeah, oh, the whole Saturday Night Live thing is you should just send in some of your skits to Saturday Night Live. Do you know what? I tell my students this all the time, not because I'm trying to be hateful, but because they need to understand the reality. When I was an independent artist, which was a hot minute ago, they said the likelihood of you getting a record deal is less than you being struck by lightning twice. <laughs> Those are the odds. So I try to encourage my students. I'm like, you need to not be thinking I'm going to get a record deal. I mean, on one hand, 
on, on one hand, those people who are like, I'm accepting nothing less than exactly what I want. Good for you. Absolutely. If that's what you're going to do, then you better, that better be the thing you hold on to like a dog with a bone. And that is your full-time job to to do that. That is your full-time job. Even if you're uh, couch surfing, even if you're living in your car, if you are not willing to do those things, then you need to research the other avenues of how you can make a living as a musician or just decide or an actor or just decide, okay, this is something I love to do and I'm going to make sure that I'm stable and I have my job that pays me and then I can do this for fun. That's what you need to decide because I tell, you know, I tell my students, I'm like, you have to get it out of your head. The record deal is not the be all end all now. Right. And it's not even for actors. The, the movie stardom is not the be all end all. There's a million different ways you can be an actor. You can be a performer. You can be a musician and get paid for it. Right. As opposed to when I was 19, there was only one path and it was get a record deal. Right. Nowadays there are, especially with the internet, there are so many ways you can find creative ways to make money doing creative things and enjoy your life. Yeah. You know, well, and, and and to be fair, again, <laughs> so not what we were talking about, mm. but I don't know that I ever, I mean, I've always had the passion, I've always had the desire, I've always mm. had the love for acting, performing, mm-hmm. but I honestly never had the, I don't know if it's the balls, if it was the, I, I don't know what it was to couch surf and, and eat Top mm-hmm. Ramen and mm-hmm. not have a day job and just say, F it, I'm going to move to New York, right. and I'm gonna, I, I, I don't think I ever had that courage. I think I didn't have the self-esteem for that. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the reason, I, I don't think talent has ever been the problem for me. I think no, me either. The, I've never felt I that. I didn't have enough, and we have uh, another podcast in the bank where we talk about this, our self-esteem, you know, being in the way. Or well, and also the old tapes we had the old with tapes, our parents our old tape or show. family. Yeah. And that was a big deal of it. But it's at the same time, it's like, it's okay if you don't want to starve for your art. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's like, I remember the stories of Madonna moving to New York from Michigan and was, you know, couch surfing. And there was a point where there was a bodega on the bottom of her building where she was staying and she had enough money to either. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, that was. Kelly's dog Jolene, Jolene jumping on top of our recording equipment. <laughs> I hope that didn't mess it up too much. I'm sure that's a lot, but we'll see when uh, we go to edit. Beanie um, wanted to be part of the podcast. Yes. But, um, oh, so Madonna was literally, she had enough money to buy either a bag of popcorn one day. Or a bag of peanuts one day. And that was like her diet. It was all she ate for God knows how long. Because she was so determined. Yeah. And that's, the people who get the Jennifer Lopez's, the Madonna's, they were just not going to accept anything other than what they wanted. And that's an amazing thing. But that doesn't mean you have to be that. And it doesn't mean that you have to listen to people why aren't you famous? Because I'm not willing to live in my car and eat, right. you know, ramen or beg for food on a corner. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? But then there are other people who had jobs. Harrison mm-hmm. Ford, carpenter, yep. building cabinets for Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me making hammer sounds in case you don't know. <laughs> um, and I, 
I don't, I, you know, I don't know the answer. And again, we've gotten so off of the track. Mm-hmm. But um, what is some of the stupidest advice? I hate to use the word stupid, but what is the the shittiest advice you've ever gotten from somebody? Are you a doctor and somebody's like, oh, you're a chiropractor. You're not a real doctor. (laughs) What is it? I mean, people can be really crappy. What? Yeah. What are some things Mm -hmm. that you've gotten? We'd love to hear from you. Well, actually, one of my dearest friends that reminded me, one of my dearest friends now, when I first met him, when I moved here, um, you know, we're just chatting out on the patio of a bar and he's like, so what do you do? Which is. Which is the the question of L.A. That's of what, course. That's how people start it's a conversation not like, here. Oh, what are your hobbies? Yeah, it's what do you do for a living? <laughs> what do you do for a living? And, I and said, can you help me is the subtext. Yes, that's the subtext. Um, but he said, so what do you do? I said, oh, I'm a singer. And he goes, okay, what do you really do? And I literally had just moved here. I didn't have a job. I had money saved up. And I came here to be a singer. And I looked at him and I said, I am a fucking singer. Good for you. And I was just like, how dare you dismiss, you know, what I do? Right. And because that that is what I am. Even to this day, I have a side hustle. I teach, you know, I, I have a side hustle where I transcribe news shows. And then I also teach voice lessons uh, for the bread and butter. And she's freaking and... amazing. If anybody needs voice <laughs> lessons, I've never sounded better. <laughs> And I, and I enjoy doing it. And I enjoy that, you know, the majority of my living comes from being musical. Right. But, you know, I don't sing as much as I had intended to when I got here. But that, you know, that's okay, too, because life changes and the universe yeah, knows what's what you're supposed but to I be think, doing. You know? I think, you know, there's got to be some points for resiliency, man. I remember, mm. and I don't even mind saying who it was, my ex-brother-in-law, I remember one time saying I'm an actor, and he said... And at the time I worked, I managed a bookstore and he said, well, you work retail. You can't call yourself an actor unless that's all you do. I'm like, <gasps> what? Every actor on this planet has yes, waited like- tables or worked retail. Are you kidding me? In my opinion, if you become an actor without having waited tables, bartended or worked retail, you don't get to call yourself a right. real actor. In my opinion. You haven't suffered enough. You haven't suffered enough, you <laughs> snot-nosed little brat. I came somebody, right out of the Royal Shakespeare right? Academy. Right? into, yeah. Just plucked you out of, they saw you in a restaurant, decided to stick you in their movie. It's like, you know, bite me. That's not how it is for 99% of people. So I'm like. I know. Well, that's why I say I think we get some points for resiliency, man. Yes. I think. And not losing the passion. Yeah. You still do concerts. I, you know, I try and still... Only because of the pandemic, though. Like, literally, 2020, I sang more doing Facebook Lives in that one year than I had in the five years previous. Well, that's a great... That's, that's a great a pl- thing. That's a plus. Yeah. I hate to say it. That's a pl- the one plus for the pandemic. The one plus for the pandemic. <laughs> and I have to say, people were generous. I did, you know, I do them on donation basis. And um, my birthday, I've turned 50 during the pandemic. 50! Fitty, I turned my fitty birthday and, and I did it on my birthday because I was like, the world's shut down. I can't go and celebrate. And people were so generous. I had, I think I had eight people donate $50 for my 50th for that one show. I made bank on that show. And it just. God bless you all. God who... bless you all. And I love you so much. And I think I told, I'm pretty sure I told you all explicitly, personally, but. It was like it was it was nice to know that people still wanted to hear me sing. Yeah. 
Even though I had well, buried myself into the world of teaching for so long, you know? Because she's amazing. <laughs> Maybe I should just do Facebook Live skits. Skits! <laughs> I'll do my skits. <laughs> or do it. You know, there's lots of people out there. A friend of mine just no, sent I me know. Yeah. a YouTube where he uh, impersonates Boy George and he has a friend who impersonates Cher and the voice, the Cher's voice is incredible. And it's like literally a two minute little snippet on YouTube and it's so funny and hilarious. And I'm like, this is the creativity that there are so many ways that you can still yeah, I know, stoke I know, the fire know. of your that's passions. True. That's true. You know? Which, well, that's what we're doing right now. We're stoking exactly. our fire. Hey, yes. folks. Um, so speaking of that, because mm -hmm. we need to have followers to be famous, because yes. <laughs> it's not too late. Yes. Uh, I'm not too uh, too proud to beg. Please mm -hmm. follow us. Yes. Uh, let us know what some of the really crappy advice you've gotten. Mm -hmm. um, follow us on the social medias, please. Mm -hmm. um, I think Darcy said if you look up anotherthingtv.com, you could yeah. probably find all the information you need. Yes. Or you can just, you know, search an And Another Thing with Darcy and Kelly. And, you know, there is another podcast called And Another Thing. But ours is And Another Thing with Darcy and Kelly. So I'm sure if you search with either of our names, you'll find us pretty easily. And the and... other podcast that is And Another Thing is horrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's two journalists. So they're, they're oh. really smart and stuff. So, oh. yeah. Well, anyway, God right, bless if you them. Want to, if you want to get all erudite and shit, there you go. then listen to them. But if you just want to have a drink with women of a certain age yep. who sit around and drink and talk, please join and us. just talk like it's camp or something. Yeah. Well, it is camp. camp hey, yo. Oh, um, hey, So uh, please let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Please let yeah. us know how we're doing. We no would... topic is off the table unless nope. it's like, well, okay, don't ask us to talk about Star Trek because we're not Trekkies. But I'm just saying right, right. any generalized kind of, it could be as silly as you want and we will we will go for it. Yeah, and you we'll know? research it, not like the the, um, the journalists probably. <laughs> we'll have our own take. Yes. But um, please let us know what you think, how we can mm -hmm. improve. Um, and if you like this, please share it with other people. Please and do. And if you're listening for a place where you can leave a review for us and say something nice for us, please do that. We'd be very appreciative of that. Yeah, and again, um, please, if you have any uh, bad advice you've gotten or like yeah. stupid shit that people have told you, please let us know. We would love to know that. Yes, and um, if you'd like us to swear less, tell us that too. <laughs> oh, I know. It's funny because every other week, if you don't know that, we do a taped one, and mm -hmm. we don't swear on that one because we yeah. we feel like our our families are gonna watch yes. that. Yes, and the video, it's like you pull up a video and you want to make sure people know it's safe for work or whatever. Right, but right, right, right. A podcast, you usually got your earbuds in and you're listening by yourself. So exactly, we're a little loose. But in the meantime, uh, please stay safe. Stay sane. And healthy and hopeful. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. Take Bye. care. Bye.